Hello, welcome back to an episode of Quick Spin, the Auto Week podcast that gets to the essence of the automobile. Today, we are talking about the 2023 Volkswagen Arteon. That's right, the stylish little sedan from our friends over at Volkswagen. Take a look at this Arteon on our Instagram page right now. That's at Auto Week USA. And hey, and hey, we're out there. Why don't you head over to our Facebook page and click that like button? That way, you get all the great Auto Week content sent directly to you. We're going to spend a ton of time talking about this Arteon in just one second, but first, we have to pay the bills. Do you have a car-loving little one in your life? Give them Road and Track Crew's Big and Fast Cars. Loaded with 701 amazing car facts, this hardcover book is custom-built for kids who love slick supercars, powerful monster trucks, and record-smashing speed machines. The only thing your little one needs to drive Road and Track Crew's Big and Fast Cars is a license for fun. Road and Track Crew's Big and Fast Cars is on sale now at Amazon.com. And Tom, I drove the 2023 Volkswagen Arteon, and uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you all about it. Tom, how's your day going, and are you excited to talk Arteon? I am excited to talk about Arteon because I'm going to miss this car. I, I am still a believer in the sedan, and uh, it's just sad that these types of vehicles are falling by the wayside in the marketplace. And that also leads us into the discussion that Volkswagen Arteon is going away. But we'll talk about that more, I'm sure, after I belabor it in the walk-around. That's right. I walked us around this 23 Arteon, which we're going to go to right now. And we are walking around the 2023 Volkswagen Arteon. Uh, this is an SEL Premium R-Line. And boy, howdy, is this one bittersweet, obviously. Uh, the Arteon, lovely design, still about midway through its traditional life cycle, about four years in, uh, got the word, it's done for. So this is a bit of a funeral pyre. That being said, Arteon, under the hood, still the EA888, uh, this one in Golf R trim, uh, so 300 horsepowers, uh, made it to a seven speed, uh, DSG or automatic in layman's terms, but man, well, a looker uh, starting from the front. The front, I think, is maybe the most polarizing thing. There's no like traditional lower fascia to offset where the grill is. It just looks like a massive grill going to the bottom. Very interesting. Gives a nice low look. Huge clamshell hood. I feel bad for anyone who dings one of these because that hood's going to be hard to fix or replace. It's that's a big chunk of metal. Uh, and this one's riding on a set of 245, 35, 20. So still 20 inch wheel, relatively small in the world we live in today. I mean, not small, it's 20, but like not a huge wheel. Opening the door, you're met with frameless windows, which is again, a callback to, you know, pillowless coupes of the fifties when sedans were king. Climbing in, uh, the one big issue you can have with this 23 Arteon, is again the interior. If you're not a fan of the modern haptic touch Volkswagen interiors, for, quite frankly, you're not going to like this. Over time, I've come to accept, understand, and become like familiar with um, the haptic touch system. I don't mind it. Now, I kind of maybe even enjoy it, but there is a learning curve and it does take some time. So you have your haptic touch steering wheel, multifunction, of course, digital instrument cluster, which is nice, a digital instrumentation. And your lower row, again, haptic touch, HVAC controls, again, not the best. I think Volkswagen even knows that's not the best, but here we are. This one has a, a roof, like the, like the sunroof. I have zero problems fitting this car. I think if you're like 6'4", six, 6'5", six, you'll even be pretty comfortable with the roof. 
Maybe not quite that. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Because that's not all in the head. If This is a very spacious car. I can't stress that enough. This is this has got so much space. A couple cup holders, a physical gear selector, which is nice. I think there's some uh, wireless charging can take place. I don't trust how magnets work, so not for me. Material choice feels good. Premium car and premium car for a choice for a reason. Uh, we're looking at 54.95. How does it do on the road? Well, let's take it out on quick spin. We talked about it before we kicked this off, uh, but also we might as well talk about it here. The Arteon is almost dead. It's got another year in it, but Vol Volkswagen's formally announced that it's going away. Tom, how do you feel about that? How do you feel about the death of the Arteon? I'm very saddened, uh, very disappointed, and you really have to, uh, to some extent, <laughs> feel sorry for automakers that are trying to put stylish cars on the road and for whatever reason, they don't resonate with buyers. Think about what Volkswagen did have on the road. They had the Passat. Now, the Passat was a fairly style-less car, uh, and the Jetta was not exactly a stylish sedan either. And so they come along with Arteon, which arguably was a semi-Audi, right? I mean, you just said $55,000 for this car as, as you test drove it. And, you know, that's not Volkswagen money. So certainly it is less expensive than the Volkswagen Phaeton, if you remember that one. But the Arteon, to me, I thought really struck a, a fine balance between practicality and and style. So, yes, I'm, I'm, I'm saddened that this car did not resonate with the marketplace. Uh, Their launch year, of course, they sold about 2,500 cars. Not bad. Not bad by any metric. I mean, they kind of ramp up. Uh, their peak in 21, over 5,500 cars. That's pretty good for a sedan in the era of a crossover. But uh, that's pre-manufacturing problems, it seems, because the tide has changed and they haven't broken the 2,000 car metric in a couple of years. Well, even in that in that peak year of, what did you say, 5,500 units, something like that, um, th That that's... Uh, barely, barely even making a dent in Honda Accord or Toyota Camry numbers, Hyundai Sonata, Nissan Altima. Um, so really the Arteon, I don't think at any point in its uh, short lifespan was, uh, was considered doing well um, up against its rivals. No, but of course, you know, there's more to life than just a sales figure. Unless you live in a C-suite executive space where uh, I think sales numbers are king. That being said, with the Arteon, there is at least one thing that uh, I enjoyed. I actually enjoyed a lot of it, to be honest with you. But uh, it's driving the thing. So we can go to that right now. And away we go. Of course, that EA888 turbocharged four-cylinder, two liters of displacement. It's wild the times we're living in. Non-hybrid assist too, this is just, this is all gasoline. The DSG, you know, Volkswagen's kind of figured that out at this point. They've been using it for a minute. Shifts so quickly, put it into sport mode. Yeah, sport mode holds the shifts longer. You get into boost, you stay into boost, and it just goes. Uh, you get a little bit, you get a fair amount of induction noise. I like that about it. It's, you have to get, when you press the mode button, you got to cycle through on the infotainment screen. That's fine. You get used to it. I understand why it's leaving. It's going to be sad to see it go. That being said, you know, models like this, the short-lived, uh, short-lived nameplates, it could come back as an EV, who knows? They're fun, right? That's a special thing that Volkswagen did that we're going to enjoy for a little bit of time. Steering is a little numb, a little rubbery. 
That's to be expected these days. It's not a sports car. It's not even a sports sedan. It's a true blue family, semi-luxury even, sedan, like a, fa a family sedan. The braking response, you get a natural amount of dive. It just feels so natural when you get hit the brake. There's a little bit of space as you're, as you're leaning into it. A nice progressive pedal. You can kind of feather it if you want. When you do nail the brakes hard, you do get a good amount of dive, but again, that's just weight transfer. That's kind of what you want to happen when slowing a car down. Wind noise has been great with my time in the car. Road noise, also good. This is, this is a warning call. Get one while you still can. If you want one, time's running out. Uh, that being said, let's head back to the studio. If you're looking for a once-in-a-lifetime trip, look no further than Hudson Quattrocento. Road and tracks rally through upstate New York and Connecticut, taking place October 17th through the 20th. It'll be four glorious days of peak fall foliage, curated group drives, luxury accommodations, and delicious local eats with exciting pit stops along the way. Learn more at experiences.rodentrack.com. Tom. Uh, I remember the 1950s, the Roaring 50s, they called them, and every family had a three-box sedan. But it seems like the three-box sedan, it's not as prevalent as it once was. That is true. That is true. And uh, also, uh, it's not just in this mainstream brand section of the market. It's, it's also in the luxury segment. You know, look at the BMW 3 Series and Mercedes C-Class. Those, those used to sell in huge numbers not that long ago. And oddly enough, I'm looking at the Ward segmentation right now that uh, they, they call it the lower luxury sedan segment. And that includes, you know, 3 Series C-Class, Audi A4, Cadillac CT4, CT5, Lexus ES and IS. And guess what? They put the RT on in that segment based on price largely. And so I, I think of the Arteon as a car with an identity crisis. It, it, it wasn't really a mainstream rival, uh, and it's not really fitting very well in the luxury market either. So um, sad placement, good car, but at the wrong time. Yeah, I mean, it definitely seems like it's the wrong time, at least, at least judging by the sales cars. That being said, Tom, we're getting close to the end of the show. And that means on a quick spin, Tom, we try to get to the essence of the automobile and this Volkswagen Arteon, this 2023 Volkswagen Arteon with its upgraded powertrain and such is no exception. So Tom, I'm going to I'm gonna bring the, the heat here, especially on its funeral pyre. Uh, I think Volkswagen's Arteon represents, and we kind of touched on it earlier, represents the spirit of trying something out it's a it's an it's a uh, it's not quite a flagship or not quite a halo vehicle because that's not volkswagen's position in its own group but it could be you know for the proletariat among us an aspirational vehicle volkswagen historically has always tried to have something fun in its lineup obviously post beetle we had the carmen Ghia, um and that was kind of the funny or the fun kind of sporty beetle and of course uh, from there after the evolution of the lineup things have changed but yeah this arteon i think was an experiment, possibly a failed one, if you're a Volkswagen uh, accountant, but an experiment in style. And I think that we should applaud Volkswagen for it. Now, it obviously wasn't a sales, a sales success. I think we just have to look at that objectively. I don't, I don't know if Volkswagen's numbers internally were saying it's a success, but I doubt it. Well, it's funny. I do recall when this vehicle launched in 2018, 2019, 
I, I asked the question specifically, is this your new flagship sedan? And they kind of hemmed and hawed a little bit, but ultimately, I mean, if you looked at their segment or at, at their overall lineup, yeah, it would have been positioned as the flagship sedan at a time when nobody really cared about sedans. Uh, so, uh, so at that point, they're basically recognizing that uh, sedans were so unpopular that they that they couldn't even have a flagship sedan. Yeah, which is why, I mean, we're, we're sneaking sneaking back into this raison d'etre, but going back to my statements earlier about like a 50s uh, of an environment, I think that if you look at uh, domestic American domestic automakers, U.S. domestic automakers, they would always have their bread and butter vehicles, their, you know, their fair lanes, their, their, uh, not a, their 210s or 150s, not even a Bel Air. Uh, but there would always be that upper echelon sedan while sharing most of the bones with the base sedan. And I think that this is kind of Volkswagen's Impala. This is Volkswagen's f- upper echelon of its sedans. Now, obviously, Passat and Jetta, eh, they're, they're going away as well. But uh, if not gone, I don't even know what year it is. I've been asleep for so long. But I think this is Volkswagen's attempt to harness uh, the sedan love of yore. Uh, for the United States. And uh, I, don't, I don't know if they did that that well, but I think the product stood for itself. I just don't think the customers really wanted it. Uh, that being said, Tom, I think it's a good place to put a pin in it today. Thank you so much for asking these hard-hitting questions. I really do appreciate it. And listener, thank you so much for listening. If you could head over to the Apple Podcast Store or Spotify, wherever you listen to this and drop us a five-star, I'd really appreciate that. And while you're cruising the internet superhighway uh, and your digital RTN, I can only imagine, why don't you head over to Facebook, click that like button. That we get all the great Auto Week content sent directly to you. And I know I say this at the end of every episode, but I do mean it. Without your listenership, none of this could be possible. So thank you for listening.